Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about growing your social media account. Uh, This is more of a generalized plan of action for any place you want to be. Um, And so I want to keep it really loose and free so that you can explore the platform that worked for you and grow your audience. So we're going to be talking about how to do that coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and thank you for joining me today. It doesn't matter if you have been listening for your first time or you have been listening for me for quite some time. I really appreciate you continuing to show your support. So thank you for that. So this podcast is definitely something that I, on my bucket list of things that I've been wanting to discuss with you because I really feel like it's important um, to kind of just understand like some basics about growing your social media account. And um, with that being said, I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you and say that it's easy. Um, there is definitely um, some sacrifice that needs to be done if you want to grow your audience at a significant size. And when I say a significant size, I'm thinking about within the range of 10,000 followers and above. It can be done. You can do it. Um, it just it definitely takes a plan of attack. And so this is really about just having a strategy and developing a consistent um, formula for how you grow it. And my advice that I'm going to give to you can be really kind of used across platforms. I don't really do videos, um, so I can't really talk to you too in depth about TikTok or YouTube because that's just not my jam or or um, be, I, I don't really... I didn't really devote enough energy into it, but I will kind of just touch on certain things that I believe uh, can benefit you if you choose to um, produce content there. So what I want to do is I want to go through the overview of um, what you can be doing, and then we're going to just dive into the details. um, And before I get into it, if you have been listening um, for a while and you really do enjoy the content I make, I would um, would love to uh, have a review, trying to um, um, build that up so that other people can find me easier. So I would greatly appreciate that if you have the time. So anyway, let's get straight into it. So um, here are the 10 um, things that I, I have, and I, I might probably talk a little bit more, but they, these are just my 10 overview about how to kind of grow your social media. And number one is post content regularly. Two, uh, look for gaps in your space. Three, create um, content that no one has done yet. Four, use bold headlines to attract uh, new uh, followers. Five, create eye-catching uh uh, uh, thumbnails or any type of um, images. Number six, use uh, keywords or tags to um, for people to search you. Uh, seven, drive your own traffic to your videos or your content. Number eight, uh, refresh and update old content. Number nine, tell people to comment and subscribe. And lastly, number 10, uh, post the link in the description uh, to collect new leads. Okay, so now let's get into it. Now, number one should be a duh, but I just have to say it, is that you can't expect to grow a any type of social media platform or presence with in not 
having consistent content, right? It just it just doesn't happen. I've I've never seen anyone um, that can grow a significantly large um, um, uh, uh, follower without you just kind of popping in 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 and out every so often. So, for me, like I believe that just have a schedule and then stick with the schedule. It doesn't matter if it's once a day or twice a day or twice a week or you know, at least show up at least once one or two times a week. Because here's the thing, your audience, like if they're accustomed to seeing you show up and be consistently, like be consistent there, be consistent on whatever platform that you have, that you're on. Um, Personally, for me, I've spent the most, the majority, the bulk of my time on LinkedIn right now. I like that platform the best right now. I'm developing more relationships. I'm having a really good time. So that's where you can find me is on LinkedIn. I mean, doesn't mean, I mean, although, yeah, I do have accounts on other platforms, but that's really where I'm most engaged in, in interacting with people. So if you are a solopreneur or you're just trying to grow your business and you don't really have that force behind you, um, I would definitely say just keep it to, you know, no more than two, two platforms. I mean, two to three tops. Now, what I, I've told my clients and I would highly advise you to do is if you want to kind of just spread yourself on other platforms and um, what you can do is you can have a scheduler tool. I mean, there's lots of scheduler tools um, out there. Um, there is Meet Egger. Uh, there is... Um, I know Canva, you can do that through, right? You can create the content like immediately, like directly from Canva and have it scheduled. There is definitely a lot of scheduled tools and they're, they're really cheap. It can be as little as like 30 bucks, 20, 30 bucks a month. You just have to check. And I think you can like cross post to like up to five channels. So I think that's really, really good if you're short on time and you just want to continually show your presence, but you don't have the energy to sit and post all day manually. I do know that Facebook and Twitter, um, you can use their scheduler tools. Oh, and Pinterest too. Um, you can use their schedule tools. They have built-in schedule tools where you can post up to, I know for Facebook, it's up to two months now. And with LinkedIn, I think it's two weeks and Twitter is just infinite. And so oftentimes, like if I know, like if I'm planning on going a trip or I'm planning on going somewhere and I can't be like there, right, at my desk, you know, creating content, like at least I can have stuff on the schedule or so like if I have off day or I just can't be, you know, connected, at least like my my audience will still see content from me. So that is definitely something that I would highly advise you to do. Um, if you if you still want to have content being pushed out to other platforms and you don't have the time or energy to just be manually pushing it. So I just want to so, Throw that idea out there because I think it is a big time saver. So, okay. Now, I also, when I'm talking about, you know, creating content and creating a schedule, this is something that I wish that someone told me and I and I hope this will help you too, is that um, definitely have a content folder where you, um, before you kind of publish the content, you know, you have like this kind of back 
batch where you have all these ideas on different topics or different uh, different subjects or different themes and like depending on the day or or the week or the holiday or whatever you can just upload that content on there based on your content journal like and as you um, you know get more comfortable with posting and get a good feel of what your audience expects of you you can like delve within like your content journal um, and kind of just post content from there. I definitely feel like um, that's one of the things that I wish that I did um, was that I had a little database where um, I could sort out, you know, themes and ideas and that, you know, because we all have our dry spells, like where we just don't really know what to post or what to say and we just need to put some material out there. Um, And so keeping a content journal would really help, especially in the beginning of your business um, or your, your social media journey rather to um, just have like a, a central idea. And obviously like as your business grows and you can hire more help, you can be able to obviously outsource that to somebody else and then have them create their content for you, right? Like that's 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 the most ideal, right? Is that you have someone that's not you um, can, can create content on your behalf. I definitely have for myself a really um, key ideas of who, of what I want to say and um, based on the time, um, based on the time of the year or or certain things that I kind of want to keep a script to. So I would definitely say if you're going to create content, right, it needs to be content that revolves around your brand and who you are. And, you know, for the most part, keeping people on track on what things or ideas that you do. Like we want to make sure that our, whatever we're creating is really consistent with who we are and our identity. So, all right. Number two, uh, look for gaps in um, space. So when I say space, I'm not talking about space necessarily like within like the industry. I'm talking about like space between your competitors, things that um, your people who are very similar or like-minded that you um, would compete for like in terms of business, like what can you do that's a little bit different, a little off the wall, a little unique from your competition? Because here's the thing, we do not ever, 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 ever want to be um, a watered down version of anybody else, right? We want, the reason why people should come to us and want to work with us is because we do things differently, right? Maybe we want to cover things at a different angle than most people don't. Like, for example, like I'm huge. My brand is huge on improving your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your confidence. Because if you don't have confidence, you can't be able to promote yourself. You can't be able to promote yourself. You can't grow your business, right? So that's my angle. And I always talk about a lot about vulnerability and just being human and understanding like things don't perfectly work out the way we want to and talking about things of my past and how that's impacted and shaped me for the person that I am today. That's part of my brand. That's how I do my thing. It's my unique, vulnerable take, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, There's tons of people who are also talk about the vulnerable things that they struggle with and the things that you know they, they, they deal with as business person people, but I come from, from it at a weird, wacky angle. And honestly, like that's me. It suits me perfectly. It makes me feel the most authentic because I'm, I am for the most part, if you know me, I'm, I have a little, I have a wacky personality. That's, that's just who I am. And so I can let my real personality shine through my content because it's a little bit off the wall. It's a little bit different. Um, and so 
if you are silly, just lean into that, right? If you are a little off the wall, lean into that. If like, for a lot of us, I think that we would be a lot more open with other people if we just gave ourselves the permission to just be us, right? I I definitely feel like we need to give ourselves the permission to say, like, you know what? Like, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to land, but I'm going to be me, right? Because you have to be you. And occupying that space where no one else is, is like, just give yourself the permission to say, you know what, I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff on the wall and I'm going to just double down on the stuff that sticks, right? <laughs> and the stuff that kind of just slides off the wall, the stuff that doesn't really resonate with a lot of people, I want to pivot and, and, and try something do something new. Maybe I have the same, same idea, but it's come from a different angle. Like be flexible with yourself, but just keep experimenting. Okay. Uh, number three, nicely create um, content that no one has done yet. That's kind of idea. That's kind of um, aligned with what I said. Look for the gaps in the space. Like we want to be able to uh, do things that is unique. I think about this one particular person on YouTube. I'm forgetting the, her name for the for the life of me, but she does like these hair tutorial videos, like natural hair tutorial videos. But what makes it weird about it is that, you know, she's showing about the product explanation and how to use it and whatever. But like, it, she always like inserts like a little like flashback about things that she did in the past or a little quirky side story about her talking about, you know, things that she was doing while the video was playing, like the main video of her applying the product and her experiences. Like it was just a little different. It's a little um, off the beaten trail as it were about like how like a typical hair, natural hair care instruction video was done. So that's her way of just being off the wall. It's like she's still teaching, but she's just using her own unique flair. So I'm asking you is think about what you do. Think about how you interact with people and think about how can you introduce your the things that you're knowledgeable about, the things that make you you in a really unique and different way. And I'm not saying like you have to, you know, um, you know, do it exactly the way I'm saying, like and insert some comedy or whatever. I'm just saying like just find something that's different. Because here's the thing, everyone is looking for something that is different. Everybody is looking for some something or someone that they can relate to. So if you can come at the same story but from a different angle, that would go really far. That would go really far. I, I definitely um, believe that. Okay, now let's talk about um, headlines. Now, this is a, this is advice that applies across the board. Doesn't matter what platform you're using. Doesn't matter like if it's videos or if it's use, or if it's just a tweets or a Facebook post or, or whatever. The first two lines has to be a hook. And so let me explain what that means. Basically, the first two lines is definitely something that kind of gives people that instant idea of like whether or not they want to dive more into the video or to the story or to the post or whatever. And so I want you to make sure that your those two lines are just really exciting and fun or summarizes what you want to explain or gives people a little interest and intrigue into what you do or what the what the content's about. Because here's the thing, the your your average 
follower or consumer or whatever, like as they're searching for content, like they've got a myriad of reasons to look at a whole bunch of other stuff, right? So I want you to just think to yourself, like how can you kind of really make your story pop? And I was telling this to a client the other day. Um, um, He was struggling with kind of just creating some content. And I was saying to him like, well, if you're like going online on social media, like what would make you stop the scroll? What would you, when I say stop the scroll, what would make you go from like, going, oh, that's boring to, oh, wow, that got my idea. That got my attention. I want to learn more about that. Because that's definitely somewhere that, a place that you need to focus on. Like, what is that space that really gets people's attention? And I don't want you to feel like you have to mimic me or mimic anybody else, but it really boils down to like what Odds are what you like is what your ideal client will like, right? This is as simple as that, right? Our followers, our connections more or less align with us. And if we can lean into that, then odds are like they'll um, and lean into the things that we like, odds are they'll like it too. It's just, just a thought, just a thought. So that, that's just an idea of where you can go with Okay, so let's talk about um, creating eye-catching image. It could be image or your thumbnails or or anything or anything visual. So I would definitely say, and this is odd for me because I'm I will be the first to confess that I don't I'm not really a photography person, um, but I will say that um, in order to kind of get that those eyeballs, like take your time. And really find a fun image or something that's really interesting and unique and definitely lean into it. Like there are tons of places where you can down royalty-free images, keyword royalty-free images um, online. Literally just type royalty-free because you don't want to you know, have anybody come at you and say like you stole images without permission or whatever. Or you can download, like I said, you can um, download free images from... Uh, Canva, and um, there's just tons of places. Or you can uh, download an image that you see from Giphy. Like there, there's just tons of places where you can download royalty-free images, and you know you can add like a fun caption or a, a fun quote on top of it. Just really experiment it. I've seen a lot of people use their face and then make a quote either from them or from somebody else. Just have fun with it and just definitely try to experiment with content and definitely see which things um, that you feel like are very interesting and unique, right? I definitely believe that it's going to happen for you in terms of you kind of figure out what works well um, in terms of, of content, okay? Um, sorry, content images, sorry, <laughs> with the images, okay? Now, let's talk about, I'm looking at my list now, let's talk about uh, uh, keywords and and hashtags and all that stuff. So, and and this is weird. So I don't call me a hypocrite, but this is, this, this is just me like being 100% transparent with you. And again, I want you to understand this is giving through the filter of 
I don't really do Instagram or YouTube, right? But I do know for a fact that the hashtag, you got to have a mean hashtag game on Instagram and on YouTube in terms of finding uh, like at least 10 to 15 words that are aligned with the, um, the content that you're pushing out so that it can reach a larger audience, right? Not really big, big thing on it. And it's so funny because I remember using hashtags like consistently on Facebook or on Instagram or uh, and and even LinkedIn, those other places. And I find myself every time I first get back, first get on the platform, I'm writing, I'm writing all these hashtags. And after a while, I just stop because I just let my audience as it grows to spread out the content uh, through their reactions and their likes and their comments to people in their network. So I find myself not doing it after a while. I don't know. That's just me being honest with you, but not to say that it doesn't work, not to say that you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that I find myself more focused on just telling a really good quality story than worrying about all the hashtags. Just like, you know. But I do know for a fact that people have really have seen their profile expand and reach out further through their use of their hashtags. So just just, just my, you know, two cents on that, okay? Number seven, drive um, traffic to your, um, your, your social media platform. So this is definitely something that I want to advise you to do. So if you have a website, right, if you haven't done so, make sure that all your social media addresses, um, um, the links work well and they, they go straight to your, um, your, your, your site. Um, make, sh- make sure that they're all functioning. And uh, if you know if you're if you write an article like on Medium or you write an article on Reddit or Core, like make sure that you link leave links to your main hub, right? Make sure that people have a way. Pardon me, a part a way to find your stuff. Like for example, if you you're on Instagram, right, and you're like, oh, like here's a little clip, a snippet of this video. You know, you can find it more. You know, and you know. Uh, here at this link and then right in the comment section write like a link to the link to the YouTube page or wherever your longer form content is always give people like make it super easy for people to access things I have never understood why certain people like they say oh check out my YouTube channel and they never leave the link for the YouTube channel I mean like I, I I know this sounds a little basic, but it's so true. I think a lot of people just assume that people have like all their social media addresses and it's there they can just quickly look it up. And for the most part, most people aren't going to play detective and try to find like where you are virtually everywhere. Leave those links. Don't assume at all. I mean, actually make the if you're gonna make a assumptions, right? Make the assumption that nobody knows where to find you. Nobody knows what, where to look for your videos or where to find your YouTube or where to find anywhere else. Don't make the assumption because here's the thing. Like if you give people that chance to escape and not look at the stuff that you're looking at, they'll, they'll easily drift away and look at something else. And you don't want to do that. You want to give people every single opportunity to want to dive down the rabbit hole that is your content. And that's definitely something that I believe or um, would uh, help you. Okay. All right. So um, what else did I want to say with that? So let's move on and um, uh, drive uh, your own 
Oh, refresh and update old thumbnails. It could be refresh and old content. So here's the thing I want you to know. And this is about search engine optimization with Google and the rankings of your website and whatever. And this goes for just your social media in general, especially for articles, right? The best way for your the people to easily find you and locate you is if you refresh old content. And this is like this is could be like refresh old um, refresh stuff that um, on your on your uh, YouTube, or you could refresh certain words or little information on your articles, or refresh you know certain descriptions about who you are and your website. Like the the, the the possibilities are, are endless, but in uh, to get people to find you and find you easier, like you have to give them reasons to. And um, if you re- if you refresh things constantly, like the webs, um, uh, the SEO search engine optimization, um, they through Google or uh, DuckDuckGo or um, Chrome or, or I don't know whatever. <laughs> you can tell I'm not an SEO expert, but I do know that if you keep refreshing stuff people will find you. Um, I definitely feel like you just need to, like it doesn't have to be every day, like every six months to a year. You know, you can just go back, go down the line and look at all your old content, see if things can be updated or changed. And um, I um, I definitely feel like that will give some another people a chance to look at your stuff that they haven't um, otherwise haven't seen before. Okay, so now let's talk about um, tell people to comment and uh, subscribe. Like uh, that's definitely another thing that um, I think I myself need to do a better job of too. Is literally telling people like tell people what to do. Have some form of call to action. Have some description description like on like the on the bottom of your website or, or 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 somewhere like where you drive people to keep stay in touch with you stay in touch with you like if they enjoy this video if they enjoy this you know um link in the comment section below to sign up for my newsletter link in the comment section below to get this new free opt-in link in the comment section below you know like um or tell me what your thoughts are. Comment, right? Tell me what you think. Have you experienced something like that? Do you agree with me or disagree? Um, subscribe to learn more. You know information. You know, like give people reasons to stay in t- contact with you. Give people reasons to um, engage with you. Because if you just give information but you don't ask people for their thoughts, like uh, so they won't give you the thoughts. Of course, if you're saying something that's a little wild and like outrageous and a little scandalous, I mean they're going to want to stay. <laughs> and give you their two cents whether or not they ask you or not. I've seen that too where, you know, I've seen people say some off-the-wall of, off stuff and that's definitely uh, something that um, I think depending on the kind of material you talk about, um, you may love or not love, okay? But just be um, okay with the idea that, you know, you um, asking for comments and then getting comments that you may or may not like. Just want to just warn you in advance for that. Sometimes you will get comments that you don't like, but hey, um, that's the name of the game of social media. So in case, again, encourage people to comment and subscribe so they can stay in touch. And then lastly is post a link in the description. Um, I, I think I mentioned that, I did mention that earlier, but I'll just say it again for emphasis. Like, doesn't matter where, wherever you are social media, like have some form of opt-in, some form of freebie, some form of 
of stuff that uh, gets people uh, gives people value and gets people to want to stay in contact with you, which is a great plugin because <laughs> uh, if you go on my website, denisegeely.com, I've got tons of free resources there that I want to give because I really do want to help you succeed in your business. So, um, and it also helps me to know that, you know, I'm helping someone, um, doesn't matter if they become a customer or not, if I can help someone in a better place, then I know that, you know, it. I guess makes the world a better place, you know, because we can never grow in business if we don't continually try to help other people. At least that's what I believe, you know. So let's uh, let me go down the list again, and um, and then I just have some just quick takeaways for each one. So number one, um, these are just strategies in general. Okay, is post content um, on a schedule. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter if it's daily, weekly. Um, couple of days, a couple times a week, just find a schedule, stick with the schedule. Uh, you can use a scheduler to app if, uh, to save space, um, save time rather. Number two, uh, look for gaps in the space and uh, creating content that has, hasn't been done already. Like you can do the same thing, but just come from a different angle. People are always looking for new and creative ways to learn things. Uh, uh, use bold headlines to attract um, viewers and old viewers alike. Uh, definitely see if you can wow, razzle, and dazzle and give people like a reason to stop the scroll on and get people looking at your stuff for more than just a second. Uh, create eye-catching imagery. You can download royalty-free images or you can use your own images. Take a, um, cameras have, cell phone cameras have really drastically improved it. In fact, even the last five years, take a picture, add a cute caption and just upload it, Okay. Uh, use keywords and tags to rank videos. Um, definitely um, big, big, big for YouTube and Instagram. But um, I will say also too, if you're always if you're looking for something that um, other people are looking for, I would go on a website called SimilarWeb.com. Again, I'll say the word SimilarWeb.com, and you can like assess like what's popular and what's trending. Um, uh, for stuff that's in your industry and perhaps get some good keywords, okay? Uh, drive traffic to your own videos or to your own other forms of site, meaning like literally put the links of your other social media addresses. Don't give people, don't make people hunt and fight for the ways ways to find you, not just on one platform, but on others. Uh, refresh and uh, update old, um, it could be old images or uh text or uh, whatever, like, you know, keep refreshing your stuff so people can find it and um, make it new and fresh so that it's easier for the search engine optimization and all that other stuff to locate you easier. And uh, let give a call to action, um, you know, tell people to comment or subscribe, give them a link to uh, a new a freebie or offer or something that you're doing. Give people reasons to keep the conversation going with you. I think that's it. That's my uh, that's my list. What what did I say that you really liked or resonated with? I like to know. Um, I want to keep this conversation going. Uh, please send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I am um, in the process of just trying to um, create some more content that revolves around your thoughts about um, certain issues that bother you. Because I definitely want, I created this podcast for you because I want you to um, 
you know, get the most out of growing your business without with as little stress as possible. So if you've got any questions or concerns, send me a message. Hello at denisegeely.com. And uh, let's keep this conversation going. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.